0: Welcome to week four of Elite Football Talk. I'm your host, Wranglin, with my partner, Nick Sheffert, and also with us, our producer, Andrew Schaff. He's in, he's in the doing, truck again. He's in the truck again doing our technical work for okay. us again. We, Finally getting some Instagram publicity. Absolutely. Thank you to everybody who is uh, um, uh, All 45, and, all 45. And, yeah, they're voting on our polls, on our stories. That's awesome to see. We'll get to that later in the show, for sure. Yeah, we'll absolutely talk about that later. All right. We're going to start off this week's show with going over last week's top ten teams that played gonna kind of go over their games and then we'll preview a little more big 10 games from last week and now we're gonna start off number 10 penn state they played auburn the whiteout game at home they found a way to win this one 28 to 20 what were your
1: thoughts uh, i thought penn state looked really good they look like they're legit this year uh that white environment i say that's the top three environment in all clubs but all sports to be honest with you that, that place was electric so nice to have a hundred thousand plus fans just cheering even if it wasn't Gophers fans it's it's good to have those fans back. They definitely missed it last year, but Penn State looked really impressive. They really impressed me. They they did have some few mistakes here and there, Sean Clifford, but hey, they found a way to win in a great environment. So Penn State looks real this year for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely looked awesome. It's just awesome to see all those fans, the them jumping up and down, young. Know, we are Penn State. That was so cool to watch. It's awesome to see those atmospheres back in college football. Move number nine, Ohio State. They defeated Tulsa forty one to twenty. Yeah, this was a little closer than you thought it Actually, going into the
1: fourth quarter, it was, a, it was a one-score game, so Ohio State find a way to win. I would say they do not really look that impressive. They still got some question marks on offense. I know uh, this is kind of breaking news, but their CJ Stroud will sit out the game versus Akron this week, so I don't know if that's just maybe they don't trust him. I know they said it was kind of a shoulder, but you never know what happens in the like facilities and stuff, but Ohio State's still not really looking that impressive. They're in one so I'm kind of
0: still looking a little bit more from the, defend, the defending run, national runner-ups. Absolutely. It should be interesting to see how they respond this week without their starting quarterback, obviously playing Akron. But be interesting to see what happens there. Um, number eight, Cincinnati. They went into Bloomington, Indiana, and they beat the Indiana Hoosiers 38-24. Indiana had an opportunity to take the lead in the fourth quarter. They fumbled at about the two-yard line. Um, Cincinnati recovered, and they ended up winning this one by two scores. What did you see out of the Bearcats?
1: Uh, I, thought, I, saw, I saw resilience. Uh it's probably the first time in a long time they've had to come back to win a game, so that was pretty impressive. They had to go on the road into a power five school, let alone maybe Indiana is maybe down this year. They were they were up last year, maybe they are back down. But yeah, hey, they were they were down at half. They came back and they found a way to win by uh two scores. So I think Cincinnati's I still think they got a shot to make the playoff. They got a they got a tough one versus Notre Dame, not this week but next week, so I think that next week's gonna show if Cincinnati has a legit shot.
0: Definitely should be interesting um, to see what happens with Cincinnati. They have next week, this week, upcoming week off, but then they travel to South Bend to play Notre Dame. So be interesting to see what happens there. Um, number seven Texas A and M. They took care of business against New Mexico State, thirty four nothing. Yeah, good good outing from A and M. I know last week they only beat Colorado by
1: three points. So uh, good showing. They had backup quarterback Zach Calzada in uh, nineteen for thirty three, two seventy five, three touchdowns. So. Uh, That's what you expect from Texas a and They took care of business versus New Mexico State, so uh, yeah, I really got nothing else to say. They got a big game this week, though, for Arkansas, for sure.
0: Um, Probably one of the bigger surprises last week, Clemson, they defeat Georgia Tech. There was kind of that lightning delay, so kind of have a different, weird type of game, but they went 14-8, a really close game. Is there any type of concern, do you think, for the Tigers right now? I would say just on the
1: offense. Their defense is legit. They haven't given them a touchdown all year, so I, w- I wouldn't say defensively, but this offense has just got to get better. I don't know if it's uh, DJ Uyonglele. Ua, uh, I don't know if like he needs to play better, but it just doesn't seem like it's the same Clemson offense we've seen in the past. So it's only, It is only week three, but the defense looks really good, though. I will say that the defense for Clemson looks really good, but that offense got to get better.
0: Yeah, Clemson, uh Uangale, a passer rating of 46. Uh, probably not what they wanted out of him, but it's, it doesn't. It, Clemson will still win the SEC since the SEC is so bad, but I don't know if they're
1: the way they are, have been in the past. I don't think they're there yet or they have in in the past?
0: Yeah, Clemson wins. Um, Iowa last week they take care of business at home. Yeah, they kind of. It was kind
1: of close in going in the end of the first half. They were only up nine to seven at the end of the first quarter. But, hey, I think I was one of the top top ten teams to this country that kind of took care of business at Kent State. Kent State really had a tough non-conference stretch. They had A and M, Iowa. Now they go on they were to Maryland. So, not a good stretch for uh, Kent State. Actually, one of our noon supervisors, Sue Whaley, her son. Uh. Uh, we, uh, plays on Kent State, so that's kind of cool to know. Hope he's, he's actually some inside information. If he has a good this year, good year this year, he might transfer to a Power Five school. So that's some inside
0: information. That should be interesting. A private like kid could be going uh, play big time football. He's playing Division One anyway, which is really really cool. Um, number four in the country, Oregon. They took care of Stony Brook pretty easily, forty eight to seven.
1: Yeah, really nice. to say, you never know. Maybe Oregon could come could, could come off a little slow after beating a. After a huge game against Hot State, but they let their
0: fire in all cylinders still. Just
1: took care of business, as the number 14 in the country should.
0: Uh huh. Um, number three, Oklahoma. Renewing a rivalry last week against Nebraska. And Nebraska, they kept this game, I'd say, surprisingly close. I didn't think this was going to be a close game at all at the end. I guess the score did make it look a little bit closer than it actually was. But Nebraska held its own, and Oklahoma, they gave it a win. What did you see?
1: Uh, Oklahoma does not look like a number three team in the country you now. Uh, they look like their offense is like not really consistent that much. Your defense still looks pretty bad. I said this game was going to be close. I didn't think it'd be this close. I thought it'd be maybe fourteen two. But I didn't think it'd be like seven seven points. So, they gave them a the brass credit. They went down to Norman. and gave the, the Sooners the best they shot. They got they gave them. But I will say that interception, D J Graham's int, that might want to be that might be one of the top five plays this year. That was just crazy. It was kind of stupid though because it was fourth down, so they kind of did sacrifice field position, but probably one of the top five plays of the year and that call from Gus Johnson was crazy as well.
0: Yeah, I don't think he, uh, I don't think the defender cared that it was fourth down. Absolutely. I didn't even know it was fourth down. Interesting there. Um, Georgia, they went at home against South Carolina 4-13. Yeah, this Georgia team just keeps impressing me each and every week.
1: Defense. Defense for sure. Uh, four, as you said, 40-13. to 13. Uh, Georgia, I don't, They get the, I think the, they just look really good right now. I, I got really lots to say. They're just taking care of business and kind of hope they don't look for too far in the future. I know they got the World's biggest cocktail party because Florida coming up probably in the middle of the season. I haven't really took a deep dive into the Georgia schools yet, but kind of hope they don't preview that because that Georgia-Florida game could be a really important game to who decides to win the SEC East this year.
0: Yeah, it could be um, definitely interesting to see what's going to happen probably in the weaker side of the SEC, but a lot, of, a lot of things still, a lot of games left to be played, so it should be interesting. Alabama and Florida, number one, they played number 11, Florida, who gave them kind of a scare.
1: Yeah, I would say that after that first quarter, kind of, you kind of really made me think. Maybe Canal is Alabama gonna run away with this, but they didn't. Ford kept it close. They had a chance. Uh, the two point conversion kind of screwed them. This the field goal team, special teams kind of hosed them. But hey, they they gave Alabama the run for money, and Florida still got still a great shot to win the SEC UE, So All they gotta do is take down Georgia, and they have a shot.
0: Uh huh. So that's the that was the top ten. Those are the top ten games from last week. We're now gonna move to the Big Ten games from last week. Starting with Mich- or starting with uh, Purdue, who went the South Bend, in Notre Dame, they gave him a fight. and Notre Dame ends up winning by fourteen points, but the Purdue played pretty well.
1: Yeah, I would say I was impressed by Purdue. Uh, they, 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 kept it close, but you know, keeping it close isn't good enough nowadays. You got you to go out there and win. But it was a solid upset for this Purdue team, so hopefully they can maybe straighten them, straighten some of these things out. But pretty decent performance by Purdue.
0: Uh, Michigan State, they go into uh, Miami and they upset the Hurricanes yeah. and move to three and zero. Yeah, not gonna say uh,
1: I told you so, but I told you so. Uh, I I think this Michigan State team is way better than they have been last year. Uh, I think they're back on the rise. So really impressive win, not only for Michigan State but also the Big Ten going down into ACC territory and taking a big win out of a top twenty five team.
0: Yeah, probably one of the big, I'd say one of the biggest surprise uh, surprising Power Five teams right now. They won three in a three in a row to start. They beat Northwestern and they beat Miami. So two pretty good wins see if they can keep building on that um Michigan with a huge win over Northern Illinois 63 to 10 at home yeah they scored nine touchdowns on their first nine drives. so
1: it's gonna be pretty hard to beat the team when they do that so and they have a big game this week come, like, coming up against Rutgers I didn't think I'd say that in a long time but they do so we hopefully have a good game I know it's ABC
0: 230 so it should be a good game for there a long way since Rutgers uh, lost to them 78 to nothing just a few years ago so um should be an interesting game um Rutgers, they went big against Delaware. They went forty-five to thirteen, a team now three and zero for the first time. I believe it was in seven or eight years. Scarlet Knights are on a roll. Yeah, for sure. You know what? This is a game. Maybe
1: Rutgers in the past few years maybe keeps close, but they find a way to win. They just they didn't give Delaware a chance. They just completely blew out the waters. And uh, you know what? They got a big game this week. You maybe would have said maybe they, with a young, inexperienced team, they kind of look ahead to Michigan. But they did. They took care of business against Delaware, and then they got a big time opponent this week against Michigan in the big house.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rutgers looking to get a big win against Michigan. Should be really exciting to watch. Uh, Northwestern, Duke. Duke wins at home, moved to 2-1 and one over the Wildcats.
1: Yeah, Duke came on fire in the first half. They kind of flattened out in the second half, giving Northwestern a chance to come back in the game. But, hey, Northwestern showed some fight, so always good. But, you know what, Duke just was the better team that day, and really nothing so you can say Northwestern might be have another one of those tough years this year.
0: Yeah, um... The ACC they beat the Big Ten there in a close one. Um, in I believe is it Durham, is that where? Is that yeah? So uh, now we're gonna move or sure we, we're gonna talk about one more one more Big Ten game. The um, we I think we we already talked about the Maryland Illinois. game. Oh no, that was that that was Friday night when we did our last show. Maryland Illinois, um, Maryland wins a close one twenty to seventeen. It was a, it was a heck of a game. I watched a little bit of there at the at quarterback one's our QB one's house, a lot of pizza. Um, it was a close game. Maryland found a way to win. They're 3-0. I mean, I don't think they are a shot to win the Big Ten East, but, you know, that's them and Rutgers, you know, both undefeated to start, see where this their season goes. So Yeah, and also
1: Illinois, now they dropped a 1-3, so kind of disappointing after a, a big week one win for Illinois. So, you know what, Maryland went on to Champaign. They were only a seven-point favorite. I, that was kind of a shocker to me, to be honest with you. I thought they'd blow Illinois out of the waters. But, hey, Big Ten play going on the road, never easy to win. So, Maryland came on a, with, with... a. Uh, a field goal to, as the time expired to win the game was pretty clutch so yeah they're 3-0 they got they got everything in front of them they're, you gotta win these games because in the big tenis it's gonna be tough to find three games to win so gotta win the early ones that are easy first
0: yeah um, pretty cool to, to see some other teams other than just Ohio State starting off the year strong so we'll, we'll watch and see how the rest of the season goes we're, now we're gonna move to a little more high school football on Prior Lake Last week at home against Edina gets a big win forty two to twenty one at home to move to two and one on the year. What were your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was
1: good. I at the at beginning it looked kind of like the defense maybe would add a shootout with the with the run, but you know the, they just look they it was Edina so you got to take care of business against those teams. Kyle Hoss w- more of a ground game for him ten rushing attempts for forty nine yards and two touchdowns so good to see some QB mobility there. Uh, really everything I liked the, the one play I saw the most that night a double handoff. So Kyle Haas twice that night gave the ball to Grayson Spronk. First time Grayson gave it to Joey, second time he gave it to Jake Fear. Uh both for touchdowns. I love that play. Maybe the defenses will scheme more towards that now, but I will say that's probably one of the best play callings from a parallel offense. I've seen it a long time so. I I was very impressed with the stands. I know it since it being a home game, uh, I work I'm in student council cuz I'm very responsible and I had to work in <laughs> for the second half. So that was kind of annoying having to do that, but Hey, they took care of business in the first half. That's what I always say. If I'm doing concessions to the second half, I feel like the team should take care of business in the first half, and they did. I am still mad. I predicted the 42-14 score. The JV squad was in there for the last series for coverage time, and they allowed a touchdown So to make it 42-21. So I'm a little disappointed in the JV squad for that, but hey, a win is a win. The schedule doesn't get any easier, though, so hopefully we can string some games. Along. I know Grayson, probably my MVP of the game, 17 attempts for 131 yards, 7.7. Yards an attempt, dude's averaging over 100 yards a game. Has two touchdowns. I think he is the running back. But you got to just think uh, with Joey Kraus just, just keeps popping off. You got to uh, you you feel like teams are gonna scout scheme more towards kind of containing him more, and you got to find guys like Trey Spellman. He had a one touchdown last night uh, in the Dino game, so that's big. And uh, also, I gotta give a shout out to my boy Andrew Schaff. Two tackles in the JV squad. That was pretty clutch. Also, got to give a shout-out to Logan Lear. Dude's just a beast. He, he, some kickers don't want to get physical, but Logan, he looks for the tackles and everything.
0: Great win for uh, uh, probably like over Edina last week.
2: We're here with Andrew Schaff. He's going to speak a little bit here. What were you feeling as you ran onto that field and made those tackles? Um, Not going to lie. Didn't expect to go in at all. Didn't go in when uh, we were out 49 nothing against Hopkins, so didn't really get my hopes up there, but... They called my name, and I went in, and I uh, made a few plays. Big, really happy about that. Looked absolutely insane from the sideline.
0: Couldn't believe it. what was happening. And uh, we get a huge win, huge team win, I'd say. a Great game all around. And uh, we'll talk about Pryor Lake's um, upcoming game a little bit later. Well, also, one more thing, Dylan Hanson, two interceptions. Got to give a shot to that. Huge guy. offensive mm-hmm. uh, night from Dylan Hanson. And another interception by Ryan Schultz, so... Lakers, they got we finally got our first turnovers of the year and um we don't I don't think the Maybe coaches to the to co- those coaches aren't into that that's not their, uh, not their that's not their thing all right now we're gonna move on to uh kind of a weird thing that happened last week Penn State hosted auburn and there was uh some problems with the chain gain as Penn State they ended up punting on third down um James Franklin was livid about it you could tell he knew what was going on but his players were really confused over the refs. Like, what What did you think when you saw that?
1: Well, let's just... Should we go over the play call first? All so right, first, it was uh, intentional grounding. So, lost a down, spun the ball. But they move it to third down instantly. So, I didn't even know what they were counting there. So, yeah, it was... I. It's just crazy. It's just, I, you really don't see that often. Really, it's tough for me to talk about because you really don't see it that often. So, I'll go over the play-by-play. It was uh, Sean Clifford got... Intentional grounding, it got moved to first and ten. So, but on the field they had third and ten. So originally it was second and sixteen. It should have been, and then they decided to, they passed and they, uh, gave him. Then they passed it to Jahad Dodson for five yard gain. Got it to, Penn State at 33 and on the, on the field it said fourth down and 11 yards to go. So you're thinking, oh, you gotta send the penalty out, but that was only two plays. So I don't know if they were thinking it was Canadian football because I know they do that in Canadian football, but. You no, know, it's just unfortunate that had to happen. in such a big game of that because it could have easily affected the game, to if that happened. But you know, it didn't really affect the game. But yeah, if I was James Franklin, he was. They, that's the last thing uh, Chris Waller was talking about for the last for the past like twenty minutes after it happened, just that third down punt. So, you know what? It's it's em, kind of embarrassing for the sport, but you live and you learn. And I think they got it, it all worked out in the end. But that's kind of a thing they need to clean up for sure for the officiating.
0: Yeah, weird. Uh, you, you hope that. Officials aren't making mistakes like that because that could, uh, if that ended up costing him the game, there would be a lot of a lot of crap going on that you, you just don't want to see. You want it to be fair. You want everybody to have a chance and just go out and play and make the plays you want to win the game and not have the officials end up losing it somehow. So now we're gonna move to Minnesota. They beat Colorado, um, thirty to nothing. A great game all around defensively. Only gave up a total of sixty-one yards. What were your thoughts?
1: Oh, well, I couldn't watch the game. We do not have the packs Network. We'll get late. Like, we'll get back into that later in the show, but. I thought this was one of the most dominant Gopher games I've 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 watched the stats of in a, a long time. the The defense nineteen negative nineteen rushing yards for Colorado. That's crazy. Like I, I don't know the last time I've seen a team get negative nineteen rushing yards. The defense had four sacks, the uh, first four of the year versus Colorado, and they just they just bullied Colorado. They they held the ball forty minutes of the game. When you do that, you are going to beat a team a lot. And Colorado only had six first downs that. The entire game so super impressive for the gophers i thought going to game, i thought we were gonna win but i didn't think it was gonna be this bad uh bucky bucko irving i should say not bucky bucko bucko irving and kai thomas they look like the, the freshman f- phenomenons Wentz right now
0: maroney
1: maybe uh, Mary Barbara, maybe, maybe, maybe one two punch right there but i will say the kicking game was a little struggling i don't know if maybe it could have been the altitude for trick it, it wasn't really automatic kind of missed some here and there but in a game where it was a blowout, that really won't come down and cost the Gophers the game. But uh, you just, that's what it is. And I thought it was a really good game for the Gophers. They got uh bowling green this week for coming, So hopefully another win. Then Big Ten Play opens up again.
0: Uh, yeah, Minnesota, huge win. I thought I didn't, wasn't able to watch the game, but it just it sounded good. It sounded like every single time the defense on the field, they were flying around and they just played a really complete game. Uh-huh. Um, it just, a lot of positives. And the Gophers, hopefully, they can keep that going. as... I got a big game here against Bowling Green, and then it's our Big Ten play, so they just got to keep that momentum building and have a lot of confidence there. So now we're gonna talk. We're gonna move to Nick's top twenty-five upset to watch this week. Nick, take it away. Yeah, I'm going into the Big Twelve this week. I have got Baylor seven-point
1: underdogs against number fourteen Iowa State. I think this will be a great game. I think Baylor, after last year's struggle, I think they're back, and I think they have a good chance to take down Iowa State. Looking at this Iowa State team, they did they struggled a lot versus uh, Iowa that week. They threw a lot of interceptions. They were just not sound. And I just, I Baylor's three and zero. They're already one and zero in conference play, so there you have that. Uh, the the quarterback fifty one for 70, uh, 664 yards, five touchdowns. I think they they got a good shot, good chance to win. Their defense only allows eleven point three yards per game, which is super good, and they only allow two hundred twenty seven. Point three yards per game, and they're pretty balanced with their uh, passing and rushing defense. So I like Baylor to really compete with his Iowa State team and possibly take them down on uh, Fox at two thirty. Oh yeah, Nick. and uh, that was printed by Duck Pepper, the official drink of fans. By the way, gotta get that in there.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, uh, nothing, nothing goes bad there. Um, so now our next, we're gonna move to our next segment of this week four. Elite football talk, and we're gonna talk about the clock malfunction that happened in the Alabama Florida game. I noticed as I watched most of the second half, um, Dan Mullen just he didn't seem very pleased with this, and this is something that can't happen. Having the clock kind of messed up, and this could cost teams game. What, what were you thinking?
1: It kind of takes you back to your uh, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade football games so when you were uh, when you're on the field and you're kind of the officials like ten, nine, eight. So yeah, that was kind of weird. I saw that and, like, I was like. In the last couple of drives of the fourth quarter, you could just see the they tackled it or they threw it away and the clock just kept going. So you didn't know what was going on there. It was kind of just tough from a fan's point of view because you always wouldn't know how much times left, could, especially in those situations. So uh, hopefully they, they, nothing really bad happened from it, but something you'll probably won't see again in a long time, just the clock just not working or just not starting or stopping. So that was pretty strange as well.
0: Yes, things you don't want to see happening, especially in a big game like that. So All right, next thing we're going to move to Pryor Lake. Our varsity football team back in the top 10, uh, number 10 in the state. Uh, there's two teams at number 8. It's Woodbury and uh, Stillwater. They're kind of tied at 8. But Lake number 10, um, Lakeville North did get one vote. I saw that. So I think it should be a really decent matchup here. And um, our next thing we're going to talk about is previewing number 10, Prairie Lake, against Lakeville North. Yeah, Lakeville
1: North, a team that's kind of maybe not having the year they thought they would. They are 1 and 2. It is still a little bit early in the season. They did get uh, shout out versus Rosemont. Rosemont looks to be a great team this year, but...
0: They've they've gone eight quarters without scoring a point.
1: They've they gone eight quarters without scoring a point. Yeah, so... You know what? This Lakeville North team, you never know. Probably has always had a struggle against Lakeville North, so... They go on the road again. Their third row, third row game in the last... In the first four games, which is kind of a tough draw, to be honest with you. Uh, So... Kind of... I'm just looking for a good game. I hope they can keep it close. I think they've, I think probably got a good chance to win this week. Uh, North doesn't look good, but you always know next week is Eden Prairie homecoming week. So hopefully they're not looking ahead of the schedule and seeing that game. So hopefully they take your business this week, get a win, go three and one and got a good chance to be uh, be a good Eden Prairie team again that they haven't beaten in a long time.
0: Yeah. I thought we had a really good uh, day of practice today. This Thursday. Um we kind of do kind of a game type simulation where there's a lot of hustling around and just, we're just moving all the time and we're getting kind of like feeling like you're in a game so i, I think we had a great, great great day today it was really productive everybody was fired up everybody was happy to be there and i, I think it's gonna be excited tomorrow i think we go to lakeland north coach g saying that out of the last eight matchups he thinks it's split down the middle four to four so i think it's been a, it's been a pretty even type the last time we didn't play him wasn't very even you know but i think this should be a great matchup i think it's just good for us like even what pj with fleck would say we got to be the blue bloods and Lakeville North might not be a blue blood this year, but in the past they have been. They've been always near the top. So we got to start winning against these good teams, and I think this <sighs> is the beginning of it. We just got to find a way. <laughs> All right, to our uh, our next uh, next segment. Excuse you, by the way. Um, we are going to. We're going to talk about our Super Dogs. Super yeah. Super Dogs uh, currently Nick leads in this points. So I'll look at the point total. Quickly. Seventeen to nine right now. I I, is, is that it? That is right, right now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, Nick's lead, He's leading 17-9 in the Superdog, and he's going to come up now with his Week 4 Superdog.
1: Yeah, as we talked about this Rutgers team, they look way better this year, and they're getting, tw- as of right now, they're getting 20.5 in the big house against Michigan. I think Rutgers, let alone, I think they're going to cover for sure. I think they might have a chance to win outright. I think this Michigan team has played a strong team. I think it's to be the strongest team Michigan's played all year. Uh, so I think Rutgers got a really good chance not only to cover, but to, to win this game outright. I really like... Noah Vedro fifty eight for eighty one, six oh six yards, four tight Uh I really like this uh record team uh bell is out for the years, so we gotta just I think should got a good chance out there. On my Superdog dog this week.
0: All right, you heard it here. Um my superdog is gonna be Akron, plus forty eight and a half right now against Ohio State on uh, Big Ten Network, six thirty Central on Saturday. I say this because C.J. Stroud will not be playing in this game. What was the What was the report we had? Uh, he, uh load management. Load management. So uh, not good things going on right now for the Buckeyes, but uh, Akron's no good. They won't win this game, but I think they'll be able to keep it within 48 points since uh, since their po- Ohio State will not have their starting quarterback, and by the third or fourth quarter, they will have all their backups in. So. I'll take Akron with the points, and if they win, that would be probably one of the biggest upsets in college football history. I might give you 100 points for that one if they win. Uh, Yeah, well, probably. All right, now we're going to move to the next segment, which is my big game of the week, and I'm going to... I I would say there's two games you have to choose from. Which game did you choose? Two games between um, uh, A&M and Arkansas and Notre Dame-Wisconsin. I went with the second one, Notre Dame and Wisconsin. They play... At Soldier Field, and then you're saying, a Shamrock series for Notre Dame. They'll have some alternate uniform. That means uh, McDonald's wearing the Shamrock
1: shakes. They're going to sell those in the concessionary down there. Maybe. I uh,
0: I don't think so. Uh-huh. I think that's just a March uh, and February thing. But uh, yeah, Notre Dame has done that now. I think for the last about eleven or twelve seasons, these these jerseys. Uh, if you ever see them, they're probably the lamest ones I've seen. All they did was really add a stripe on the side of their jerseys. Uh, no, that's
1: a lot for Notre Dame to ask in, for. Real.
0: In the past, though, no. In the past, they've had some green ones. They've had some uh, kind of mixed helmets: blue on one side of the helmet, gold on the other. So I I wouldn't say the same Series jersey is as good, but the game should be great. I think Wisconsin is right now they got fair out who they are. I I think we were we were talking earlier today, and we also we both agreed this is a playoff and elimination game that Wisconsin with two losses they're not getting in and Notre Dame with one is probably not getting in either. So and Notre Dame really hasn't been challenged yet. Wisconsin's only challenge they defensively played pretty well, but offense wasn't there. So they had a strong showing against Eastern Michigan. They're just trying to get a win against a good team, and I think it's a great test for both teams and. Again, I just think big games, like the outcome of the game, should matter for both teams because a win for each team would be absolutely huge, and that's what matters. Like a win for each team would just really propel their season to get it going and get on the track. Because both these teams, they want to make the playoff. They're both that's their goals. They're that's they set those standards, and they really they really care about that. So I think that's the biggest game of the week, and should be really interesting. It's on Fox, eleven a.m. Central is it yeah, big? I, big noon kickoff, big noon and college game day. Got the battle of the game day Huge. shows. Huge.
1: Let's see which one gets a bigger crowd. I, I, I'm big, going I, game day. I'm going game day. But Fox, big noon kickoffs kind of got that game going right now. They got a lot of fans showing up, and I, I think it's always fun
0: to have those two rivals competing. Uh absolutely. That was, uh, that was my big game of the week presented by Allstate, and um, now we're gonna preview uh, our big the Big Ten games for this week, week four, as uh, the Big Ten's. I I don't know if there's any. Is there any uh, Big Ten Big Ten games this week? Rutgers, Michigan, Rutgers,
1: Michigan. Nebraska, Michigan State. That's kind. Of, Big Ten are kind of another one of those slower weeks in the Big Ten, but we'll preview it no matter what because that's what we do.
0: Yeah. So first game we're going to talk about Michigan Rutgers. Obviously your super dog. What are you What are you looking for this week?
1: Uh, I'm looking for a great game. I think this game's going to be good. As I said, I think Rutgers are going to keep close. I think this is a game you might need to flip back to ABC on two thirty. Just see so maybe can Rutgers have a chance? And I think they do this for this week. Um, I'll tell you my I, th- I don't think we have this for a game pick this week, but I think I I think Michigan's going to win the game, but I think Rutgers is going to keep it close.
0: Absolutely. I I I can agree with that. I think Rutgers has a good team, and they're, they're, they're not quite there yet, but Greg Chiano, he's back, and he's building there. He, he just seems like he's able to have a little bit of success there that other people um can't. So now we're going to move to the next game, Michigan State and Nebraska.
1: Yeah, I know we were picking this one, so I'm not going to make a game pick, but I'm just going to say Nebraska can go into East Lansing and I beat Michigan State. That's a big... Big booster Scott Frost that put him above five hundred, uh, going three and two. So, it's six thirty on FS One. So I think this should be if Nebraska keep it close within the first half, I think they got a good good chance for a good game that week for
0: that game. Uh yep, that should be an interesting matchup. See If Scott Frost will have his job after this week, I said he'd be fired last week, but he's staying alive. And uh, after they lost to a, a good uh, Oklahoma team, so see how long he's how many weeks he's got left. Um, next game Ohio State Akron, in the shoe.
1: Yeah, I know this is your super dog. Uh, I actually think Akron's going the cover as well. I would pick it, but I'm not trying to copy you, so I'm not going to be that guy. But I think Ohio State, yeah, they're benching CJ. Not really benching, they're load managing CJ throughout this week just because of his shoulder. That's what they say, but we don't know for sure. I'm guessing they're not lying, but you never know with Ohio State. So maybe we got to see these new next guys step up, see if they're the same talent. Maybe they get the starting job now. But I just should be a kick one for Ohio State this week.
0: Yeah, um,. Yeah, that should be an easy win for them. That's my super dog, but should be an easy win. Um, next game, Indiana-Western-Kentucky.
1: Yeah, Indiana, this is the big game for them. If they lose this game, I don't really know what else to say. This is on the road in in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So uh, if Indiana loses this game, I don't know why the season's at for them now. I think uh, they got to win this game. They're only nine-point favorites, which you wouldn't have thought in the beginning of the season. So Kind of disappointing, but this is the big game for Indiana. If they lose, they're in big trouble this year.
0: Uh yeah, Indiana <laughs> trying to avoid going 1 and 3 start. That uh that would be a disaster for them. Uh Penn State against a basketball powerhouse, Villanova.
1: Yeah, it's, you know what's bad when there's no line for this. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, there's no line for this game Villanova. There are three you no know, there in the FCS, so not really any credibility there. And uh, you never know Penn State they did have the big win against Auburn last week. You never know they could there could be a, maybe a low in the first quarter or two, but uh, I think Penn State can handle them obviously. I can't. I, if I could bet, I would, but I can't bet since uh, a. I'm not old enough, and two, there's no line to
0: bet on. Yeah, that uh, that would probably be about seventy or eighty points. So, um, Ohio Northwestern uh, on BTN eleven o'clock on se- Saturday. Yeah, no,
1: Ohio, zero three, probably one of the worst MAG teams this year. Just the MACs kind of just down this year. Really, know a team kind of stepped up and taking that big power controller. You kind of got BYU, Coastal Carolina, those are maybe Cincinnati. Those are kind of your top three group of five teams this year maybe next year or a couple of years going the road BYU you won't be that in that group anymore but I think those are your top three group of five teams this year so really nobody from the max stepping up So I really like Northwestern they're only 14 and a half point favorites uh, so I think Ohio has a chance to keep this thing close. this is a game that Northwestern will either destroy or they'll keep close and loose that's one of the two
0: yeah um, Northwestern uh, they're, they're just trying to get it going Patrick Fitzgerald trying to keep consistency I think I think they'll find a way to win this one should be a pretty good game um, the next game, we got Iowa at home against
1: Colorado State. Yeah, Colorado State's very really disappointing this year. They lost to San Diego—South Dakota State, I should say, and uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, won, they're one and two in the season. I really don't know what to say. If Iowa, Iowa should take care of business, they'll cover big time. They're 23-point and a half-point favors this week. So, I like the hot guys
0: big. Our next Big Ten game of this week, uh, Maryland, the Terrapins at home against Kent State.
1: Yeah, uh, tough—as I said, tough non-conference pull for Kent State. A&M, Iowa— and Maryland, so I like Maryland. to Keep the ball rolling. They're only fourteen and a half point favorites actually at home, so I like them to cover too. If you are, if you listen to this show for betting, I don't know why you would trust a sixteen year old's advice to bet. But I'm seventeen too. Uh, oh, you got a seventeen year old. My bad, but yeah, I pick Maryland to cover big time. I think uh, Julia is just playing really good right now. Maybe top three quarterback in the Big Ten right now. I'll be honest with you.
0: Uh, speaking of betting, my uh, I have Carolina Panthers tonight. They're they're winning right now seven nothing. So that's that's good. Oh, that's, for me. So that's a mid score update. That that's a that's a. Right now, in the middle of our segment, we're giving you score updates. We don't talk about the NFL hardly at all. If there's anything weird happens, we'll talk about it. But not really scores or anything like that. Um, The last – or we have two Big Ten games left. uh, Illinois and Purdue. Yeah, another Big Ten, Big Ten match. This is actually
1: Illinois' second Big Ten game of the year already. That's kind of crazy. So, yeah, I really – this is a big game for both teams. Illinois, if they drop this game, they're 1-4. And And my prediction to me right that they're going to go 1-11 this year. I didn't think the win would be against Nebraska, though, but – uh, I think Purdue, they got smacked in the mouth last week against Notre Dame. They had a chance to win. They were kind of keeping it close. They kind of got pulled away at the end. So I like. I think this will be a good game. I think Purdue is going to probably pull away at the third, fourth quarter, though.
0: Uh, the final Big Ten game we're talking to talk about is Minnesota Golden Gophers. They um, host Bowling Green right now at home. Um, ESPNU, 11 o'clock a.m. Central time. Favored by 31. What what are your opening Statements. uh my
1: opening statements is that we're thirty one point favorites, but we probably won't cover because the Gophers are very bad at covering. Uh, I really like. I really think the Gophers should handle this. They have a ninety seven point eight percent chance to win this game, so I'm not really too worried. I'm just going to just making. I'm just gonna hope this defense plays the same way they did last year. I uh, last week I should say not last year. Last year I don't want to see it all. That was, I get that out of my brain instantly. But uh, yeah, I think this Bowling Green team is very. Underwhelming. They got their first win against La- Murray State last week, an FCS team who was actually favored to beat them. That's kind of sad. So I think the Gophers should hopefully take care of business and uh, beat the Falcons of Bowling Green. I really got nothing else to say, but uh, row the boat for that game because uh, I'm going. To, I'm trying to get in the stream section.
0: Oh, shh! You want to be quiet about that? You might get.
1: You no, know, you know, it's okay. Yeah, yeah it I'm I'm, I'm, I'm 16. That's you you cool. look
0: like you're about 35. Years old, uh, so.
1: That's 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 too far. That's no,
0: too far. no, it looks normal. Okay. Um, I agree. I think Minnesota. It's just uh, it's every game's a big game for them. But this one should not be much of a problem. You know, Bowling Green, not a very strong team. Out of the MAC, who's kind of struggled this season. Um, overall, not 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 much success. But uh, Minnesota, I, I think we'll, we'll win this game pretty easily. Homecoming. Uh, hopefully, they get a decent crowd. I mean, not just homecoming as a non conference is not, I don't think, the best because you'll get some people there, but if it's a big Ted team, we get a lot more. But yeah, we should win this one and uh, move to 3 1 heading Yeah, I just, just
1: want to say one more thing about this uh, go for team. I know the last couple times we played group five teams, we kind of played down to their level and we kind of let them hang in the game. I hope we don't see that this week because if, if we do, that's going to be a long Saturday for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. So now we're going to move. We're gonna, kind of a controversial thing. So last week, no, Minnesota plays Colorado at Ho- or at Colorado, and not on national TV. The only channel you get is Pac-12 Network, and not very many people in Minnesota get that channel. What what, what do you think about
1: that? I think that's a joke. I think Fox or F- FS1 totally could have picked this game up. Even ESPN could have picked this game up, so I'm kind of really disappointed in that. Uh, I really don't like uh, two uh, – when you're playing the non-conference games, I really don't like when they're on their station-specific channels. I like – maybe if the Big Ten's playing the Big Ten, I, two Big Ten teams playing the Big Ten, that's cool with me, but – uh, you, I don't really like the Big Ten on the Pac-12 Network. I don't like that game. I think that's a, that could have been a marquee matchup that was a blowout. But you know what? That's With the Alliance now signed, I think this is a game that you need to get on national TV to show the two brands the Pac-12 and Big Ten. So kind of disappointed in, in that scheduling purposes. I had that circle on my calendar for a long time that that this game probably wouldn't be able for me to watch. It was kind of disappointing. I did get some other stuff done during the day. Uh, homecoming next week for June council. Get all that stuff ready. So I wasn't really too concerned about this, but you know, it was kind of disappointing not to be able to watch the game. I had to listen on the radio. Mike Grimm though, one of the best play-by-play callers in the in the country, so it was nice to hear his voice again, but uh, it wasn't really a sh- game anyways, but I'm kind of disappointed that wasn't the pecto number for sure.
0: Yeah, um, Disappointing not to be able to watch your team, especially when you're a you know a power five conference, and we're, we're the only division one team in the state or yeah in the state. So kind no, of, I don't count Saint Thomas. Saint Thomas, no, no. Nah, nah, you got you got to find a way to not get killed, and they got Against killed last, Iowa. They got killed by Northern Iowa last That's week. It. That is pretty hilarious, coming from a couple of Saint John's fans, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. So now, uh, we'll see. Now we're gonna preview this week's top ten games, and then we will get to our game picks to finish off this. Show. All right, we're gonna start off with the number ten team in the country. Who do we got?
1: We got Ohio State. <laughs> we're gonna talk about them again, I guess. I think that's number three. So uh, we got. Okay, right, yeah, we've with... we, we,
0: we've gone through that quite a bit. So we're gonna skip over them. All right. Um, number nine in the country this week. Have we? I don't. Have we talked about them this way? I'm. My my iPad is freezing right now, so i only need you to talk. Clemson, NC State, I see.
1: Uh. I think this is one of our game picks this week, so I'm not going to say it too much, but Clemson only a 10-point favorite this week. I, on the road to NC State, I think NC State could give him a run for the money, but I think this could be an easy easy game for Clemson to win for
0: sure. Yeah, absolutely. It should be interesting. Um, on the road, so NC State can always kind of be a dangerous team. Uh, ACC is kind of all over the place right now, so you don't really know what's going to happen, but um, Clemson looking to get a win on the road. Uh, number eight in the country... I, don't, I think the number eight... They're Jerry's, off, yeah, Cincinnati's off. Cincinnati's off this big, week. Yeah. Big game next week. Uh, no, this one, uh, Texas A&M, Arkansas at at and Stadium. Jerry's know. world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I
1: think Jerry, he loves that when that when those shows come into town, but... He doesn't care could, less about the game. Yeah, he cares about the game, just the money wrecking. And as I said, uh, I'm not going to... I know we like to catch football, but Harry Styles was in uh, many, St. Paul last night. I wonder how much money that dude made last night. I heard short sweatshirts are $75 a piece. I think at least half the stadium ha- had... a Half the arena there had a sweatshirt. I don't know how much money that dude made because he uh, rolled in the bank last night. Yeah, for I sure. didn't
0: know you're such a big Harry Styles fan. I'm not. A, I
1: just saw, I, I, a, I saw the pictures. I, 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 listen, I listen to the music here and there. Yeah, I bet I'm,
0: you listen to some One Direction. Or
1: uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm kinda, I, yeah. I, 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 I do kind of listen to it here yeah. and there. But uh, yeah, I think Saxon Am's Arkansas, this is probably the second biggest game of the week. Uh, Arkansas, they win this game. They're top 10 instantly. In and Sam Pittman, in only a second year, I'll already turned around this program to where they should be. Uh, Arkansas, tough road ahead, though. So you never know. But I. I think they got a chance to at least uh, keep close against a and in an infrasite game.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to pick this game as my uh, game of the week, but looking forward to Arkansas, Like I always think about these big games of the week would always, it depends, like, does this win really impact them a lot? And a win for Arkansas would be huge, but their schedule after this is absolutely brutal. They play, they have Georgia, they have Auburn, I believe they have Florida, and they have Alabama left on their schedule. I, I just, there's no way they're going to be able to win 11, 12 games this year, but I think they got they got um their programs on the rise and they got some good things coming, so now we're gonna to move to number six. Penn State. We already talked about it. They'll, they'll be Villanova by 18 yeah. Points. I think by at least forty five. Yeah, at least uh, the line should be a hundred. We might still win. Um. So now number five, we already talked about Iowa. They be they play Colorado State at home, twenty three and a half point favorites.
1: Not yeah, really much to say. I think Iowa should take care of business for sure.
0: Uh, absolutely. Number four, in the country this week.
1: Oklahoma West Virginia at A B C Saturday that, Night Football? I
0: think that should be a very interesting game. Uh they're just they're on ABC Saturday or Saturday Night Football just because it's the brand name Oklahoma. But what do you think about this one?
1: Uh I know this one is a game pick so I won't get my pick, but uh, Oklahoma hasn't really looked that good in these last couple in the first two of the games where they're playing actual uh division one team. So I like West Virginia to keep it close. This is a Norman, so that does give them a little boost. If it was in Morgantown, I'd say Oklahoma's on upset alert for a top right upset this week, but they're not there at home. So, uh, I think West Virginia got to play a really good game in order to win this game. Yeah, playoffs. West
0: Virginia. They beat Virginia Tech last week. Um, so, you don't never know what could happen there. Mm-hmm. All over the place around the country right now. So, Oregon, Arizona, 3-0 against 0-3. Ducks favored by 28.5 20 points right
1: now. You got some patchwork after dark on ESPN. So, so only, you, will, only you will be watching. Only it. I will be watching from and Midwest. And That's, the Midwest. And the The, West Coast the dots probably. will be all full from the West Coast. That one dot in probably Minnesota will probably be me. Even watch to umpire the next day. So, and you gotta, you got to gotta sacrifice here and there when you're a kid because I can survive in four hours of sleep. That's cool with me. But getting back to the game, uh, I think Oregon should handle this soundly. Arizona last week lost to uh, an FCS team. Uh, not good, not good, not good. I can't believe, I've still, I'm still can't believe they got a vote before uh, Minnesota did. That's one of the craziest things I've seen in a long time. But it was a mistake, but I'm still kind of going to let that down. But uh, I like Oregon to win big time this week for sure. Uh, uh,
0: here's, a, here's a bet. Will, will Arizona win a game all year? Uh, I don't know. I have really not, not seen the rest of their schedule. Have I have
1: not seen the rest of their schedule. I would say it's a college football. You're in the winning. We game. gotta have
0: we gotta have somebody look this up here.
1: I'm got already. already right. All
0: right. So as he's doing that, um, number two, Georgia. They travel to Vanderbilt. They favored by thirty
1: five. Uh Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. I got Georgia.
0: Yep. Uh, absolutely. Georgia. Deep,
1: I don't. If there's a way that people can score negative points, I think that might happen to Vanderbilt.
0: If if, if Vanderbilt wins this game, um, it that just be. Absolutely amazing. Oh, we had some uh, breaking news. Breaking uh, news here.
1: Uh, Christian McCaffrey, t- hamstring injury, will not return for the rest of the game tonight.
0: So that is huge to our guy Andrew here. Uh, he's, he in, he's, in, he's in the truck watching the game. How many points did he already have up to this point? Six. Oh, six points. So Andrew's basically screwed. Looks like he's going to start 0-3 in our fantasy league. What's the Last punishment year, this year?
1: What's, what's the punishment this year?
0: Uh, we, we haven't really decided. We think it might be you have to sit in a cage and people get to throw any food or any crap on you. Oh, that's, that's Anything thing. you want. We think that's going to be it, or we might change it up. We don't know
1: yet. But. Maybe we're addressed to school?
0: Uh, we've heard that. That's definitely been thrown around. Uh, the number one team in the country, Alabama, they should be favored by 128 points and win by that much. They play a Southern Miss.
1: Yeah, there's really nothing to say. Alabama, 45-point favorites. uh they're gonna They're gonna win big time. There's really nothing else to say. And I got the Arizona schedule pulled up. I really don't see a win on their schedule.
0: Could you could you read off the rest I, of
1: the schedule? Yeah, I'll read off the rest of the schedule. Uh, so of course they got Arizona State at the end of the year. They got, they got Washington State loss. second last game of the year. Utah loss. possibly. Uh, California. Loss. UC, USC Loss. Washington.
0: Loss. Colorado. That might. That might. They might have a chance. U C L A. Loss.
1: Yep. So that's that's. that's so they answer. might
0: go one and eleven. Arizona might get a win, but it is they, at Colorado though. If if they do, and Minnesota ends up going about seven and five, they'll still have gotten more votes than the Gophers did, which is that's kind absurd. of embarrassing. That's embarrassing. But that's it. So now we're gonna move to our final segment, and Andrew again is gonna join us. Um, right now, we're gonna talk about the picks this season. Nick and I, twenty four and seven overall. Good, pretty good. Pretty Both good. of us, pretty good so far. Um, Andrew is twelve and eight. He's picked through weeks two and three. Also, a new segment we've had
1: added this year in our uh, in our picks for uh, for this week we've added
0: the fan pick. Should we Should we go over some of the fan picks first? We're, here. we're just gonna go. About, act, yeah, yeah, you know, like, like Ameri- kind of like what they do with College Game Day with America's Vote or something like that. Yeah, All the right, fan vote. Our fan vote. Okay. Um, the first pick we're gonna go over is Notre Dame and Wisconsin at Soldier Field. Uh, the fans have seventy one percent Notre Dame, twenty nine percent Wisconsin. I think they can do math.
2: And I'm going to also pick uh, Notre Dame here. I think they'll uh, take care of Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, I got Notre Dame. I think they're going to go into Soldier Field. I think the fans are going to take over Notre Dame,
0: and I think they're going to come out of Soldier Field to win and their playoff hope is still alive. Absolutely, I agree. I think Notre Dame's going to get a win. I think it's be a really good game. I think Wisconsin, they're chill, still trying to figure out who they are, but they'll, they'll put up a really good fight. should be a close one. But Notre Dame travels really well. They've got fans all, the way around, all around the country, so they'll win a close win at Soldier Field. Next game we have up here, uh, SMU, TCU um on F S one. Uh eighty percent likes TCU. The fi- um,
2: I'm gonna have to uh, agree with that eighty percent there. I think uh, TCU uh handles the Mustangs pretty easily. Yeah, I
1: got I got TCU. SMU did have that uh did have that uh Hail Mary last week. That was super cool. I think TCU is a ten point favorite. I think SMU covers but I got TCU with the win.
2: I
0: got TCU uh Gary Patterson's been there now for about uh, 20-some years, so he, he knows what he's doing. They'll, they'll pick up a win. And our next game would be um, San Jose State. Western Michigan, kind of a off Power 5 conference pick here, but, you know, San Jose State has a really decent team. We'll see who do, who, do, who do the fans got. They got 74% of them got the Western Michigan. They are course. rowing the boat
2: with whoever their coach is now,
0: and uh, we're going to move to Andrew's pick. Um,
2: I'm also going to go Western Michigan here. I uh, don't know much about either team, but uh, I think Western Michigan's got a cooler uh, logo, but... So you're picking up lows now. That's kind of just for just for this game. Just I'm, for this game. Okay. Not, not don't know too many too much about anything. Yeah, there's much. a reason
0: you're only in the picks segment. Okay. And uh,
1: uh, I got Western Michigan. I really don't haven't watched followed them since PJ Fleck. Left. I only know it's PJ Fleck, coach there before the Gophers. So I'll go with the Broncos this week.
0: I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go with uh, San Jose State. They they're projecting have a really good season, and um, I I just think that they, I've looked they have a re- lot of really good athletes and a lot of guys coming back this year. So I'll take San Jose State. Um, our next pick will be number seven Texas A and M against number sixteen Arkansas in Jerry's World. Uh, two thirds
1: going with A and M.
2: Ooh, should I? Yeah, you know I'm gonna agree with the two thirds get again. Um, I think A and M has looked really good in their previous games, and I think they'll handle the razor, uh, Razorbacks. Did you like hack this and like make all their picks? Your like I did not. Guy? I worked on it history class. Saw the results. know. Yeah. Uh, this is what you do in history awesome. class. Though? You don't. You don't pay attention. Just do this. You know, Mr. Mesnick, uh... Didn't call on me in class, so... Who was the 16th president of the United States? Uh, Andrew
0: Jackson. Uh, it was Abraham Lincoln.
1: Yeah, I got a and um, I think they're going to go into Jerry's rule. I think they're going to take care of business. But I like
0: Arkansas. I keep it close, though. Yep, should be a really good game. SEC, Big 12. Or, my, excuse me, SEC, SEC. I was thinking uh, Texas A&M, other things, but... It uh, should be a really good game. Texas A and M. Do they have their quarterback back?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I not really pay attention to A football. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: a lot of weird things going on, but I think A They just they got a lot of really good athletes on that team. Number seven, obviously. So they'll win a close one. Um, next game, Clemson, NC State.
1: Uh, the fans got ninety one percent Clemson.
0: Who has the guts to go on NC State? Well, we're not, we're I, not gonna we're not gonna call anybody. I down. think we should.
2: I think it's it's no. Martin and Joey K. I'm it, sorry. they deserve it. They they. Pick I'm, NC I'm sorry.
1: State. Who is it? Uh, Martin and Joey K. Oh, okay, guys, come on.
2: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with the uh, Joey K and Martin there. I'm gonna go with Clemson. I think their offense will get rolling and uh, take down uh, wolf, <laughs> the, the Wolf Pack. The Wolf Pack. Oh
1: my God! Uh, All right, you're looking next. like Lee Corse over here. I I got I got Clemson. I think that the defense shows up again, but I think the offense finally puts a big number of points for this game.
0: Clemson wins. They uh, won't give up a lot of points, but they won't score a lot of points. They will win about like 17 to 10, something like that. Um. Next game, UCLA, number twenty-four UCLA against Stanford. Uh, the fans are 73% UCLA. Um, I'm going to agree with the fans yet
2: again. Um, I think they're, uh, UCLA will
1: take care of uh, Stanford. I, um, I start to see a trend here with this guy. Uh, as Lee Cross would say, not so fast, my friend. I got, the, I got the Stanford Cardinal. I think UCLA coming off a pretty, pretty bad loss. They should beat that team. I think they lose another
0: one on the run at Stanford. I got UCLA. They will um, respond after a tough loss last week. Um, Zach or Zach Charbonnet, former Michigan running back. Um, he's he'll have a big game. They have, they have a really nice running attack there, and I think they'll get it going again with Chip Kelly. Uh, Nebraska against number twenty Michigan State.
1: Uh, the fans got seventy seven percent MSU. I'm
2: um, again going with the fans. Oh, this guy. MSU's looked real good. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third has been popping off for the Spartans, and I think they take care of Nebraska.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with the fans, too. Not all the time, but I will agree with them most of the time. I got and Michigan State. They're five-point favorites. I got them winning big.
0: Sparty, Sparty should win this game. Uh, Nebraska I said Scott Frost should be fired within after this game, but they love him too much. Um, Kentucky against South Carolina. Uh, this is probably the closest one we the, the fans have picked. They got 59%
1: UK. You
2: know, I'm going with the fans again. Nick's not going to be too happy, but um, I think Kentucky basketball school, Again, their football program is on the rise, and I think they keep going against the Gamecocks.
1: Can you name their coach? No. Exactly.
2: exactly. Can you name a player that came out of Kentucky Absolutely basketball? Absolutely not. Kentucky basketball, oh, basketball. Basketball?
0: Anthony Davis. Wow. Okay, within this decade. Anthony Davis. Uh, so it's, about, it's nine years ago, but I guess we'll give it to him. Uh, I
1: got the Wildcats as well. I think, I think this is going to be possibly one of the un- most underrated games of the week. Two teams that are pretty fair in competition. So I got
0: UK, though. I got to go Big Blue. I agree. I'll go with uh, Kentucky. They want a close one. Um, they I don't know too much about either of these teams, but you know Kentucky and South Carolina, SEC. So those are some good athletes. I, I'll go take Kentucky. Uh, we have two more picks remaining. We'll take now West Virginia.
2: They traveled to Norman to play Oklahoma. The yeah, the country. fans
0: got eighty three percent
1: boomer sooner.
2: I'm gonna go with the fans here. It's it's Oklahoma. It's hard to go against them. Spencer Rattler's looked pretty good this season, and I think he keeps it going.
1: Uh, I have to disagree with you. He's looked mediocre so far. The dude's not. He's a shoot, I say he's good, but he's hasn't lived up the expectations of the Heisman. He's got to play better if he wants the chance. I'd say my Heisman far right now probably Matt Corral, Ole Miss quarterback. Dude just doesn't just dude just scores points. They just put up the points for the lane train. I got the Sooners though. I think they the offense and the defense play complete game. I think they went big against the Mountaineers, West Virginia. Sorry, Pat McAfee.
0: Um yeah, sure. I think it should be a really good game. Uh yeah. Um, Oklahoma, they should win this one. Spencer, Spencer Rattler, they got a good team. I agree. I don't think they're the number three team in the country right now, but they should win this one. West Virginia will put up a good fight, though. So now our final pick of the day, always ending with the Gophers. Um, Bowling Green traveling to uh, Huntington Bank Stadium. Gophers Saved by 31 points.
1: Yeah, we got 96%. And uh, who are Minnesota. these people? Can we call yeah. them out? Uh, it's number one. It's Peyton Guth. uh He's an Iowa fan, so I'm not surprised. But, you know, I, I try to prepare myself not being biased and picking when I need to. And I think Payton is not is being very biased right now against the Gophers, so I'm calling him out right now. Gooth picked the Falcons. Oh, of hey, the shout
2: out, Gooth got sledgehammer today in practice. That's oh, great. that's that's respect though. I respect it though. Right. I'm going with the fans here, Nicky. I I, I like that. I, I'll be killed with that. One. Yeah, Gophers' that one. homecoming game would be not as big as a win as big as if they played a Big Ten team in one, but uh, I think they take care of Bowling Green pretty easily.
1: Yeah, I got the Gophers. They're 31-point favorites. I don't think they're going to cover, though. They just have a struggle with these teams. If they cover, they'll be uh, they'll surprise me in, in a good way. So I don't think they'll cover, but I think they got the win.
0: Yep, I'll take the Gophers in this one also. Um, bet they're a better team than Bowling Green is. And um, homecoming, hopefully they get a, a decent crowd out there. And there'll be some energy there, and fans will be excited. Gophers should get the win against Bowling Green. So now I think that's going to re- do it. Now f- wrap it up for our Week 4 show. Uh, thanks again to Andrew for helping out. Uh, thanks everybody who's voting on the polls, and we're gonna find a way to get this um, out somewhere so people can listen. All right, thanks again for watching. Roll the vote, Skyuma, and go, 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 first.